almost live from a library near you, this is Hellions Talks, starring the masked library, Kevin Hellion. He is the lauder of the long box, the hero of the hall, and he's on a mission to bag and board them all. Now the Retro Network proudly presents a talk show of comic proportions. Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Hellions Talks. I'm your host here, Kevin Hellions, Kevin Decent, Mass Library, many names across the internet. And today I want to do something a little different. The show is still in its infancy. We're not pigeonholed into any specific thing that we have to talk about or we have to do. And I got talking to one of my friends this week, well, honestly, like we do every week, about what we're getting at the comic stores. And I thought this would be a very interesting conversation. And so I stopped the conversation. We are moving it online, uh, moving it to the podcast so all of you can hear it. But today we're going to talk about how we go about getting our comics every week. Um, because my area is different than his, and it could be different than yours. And for some people, honestly, I always have people that will ask, well, where do I even find comics? How do I go about it? Where do I get started? How do I know what I'm looking for? Maybe some things today will be a little answer for you. So someone who I talk to a few times a week, if not daily, about many things, and I'm excited for all of you to hear his voice, Brock Relier, welcome to the show. Hi, hey, Kevin. Thank you. Long-time reader and a first-time podcast. I'm very excited. Thank you. <laughs> I, I did let it slip to our mutual friend, Will, that I was recording with you, and he was excited about it. Oh, great. Yeah, well, we, we met through Will, and uh, he's someone else um, whose voice I knew well like yours. So when I first actually met him in person, talked to him in person, I felt like I knew him when I actually had him. So same thing. I think we spoke many, many times, although this is the first direct time. Now, is it a little weird? Because I've been on this end many times. Is it a little weird hearing my voice and it's actually speaking to you? Uh, slightly, just because, you know, as, as, a, <laughs> as, as a listener, I'm now waiting for, you know, treats or uh, the educator <laughs> just to, to uh, you know, to say something horrible to you uh, or something, you know, very uh, uh, racy from you about glow. But um, no, I, I, I'm getting the hang of it. I'm kind of just uh, I'm pretending I'm, I'm in a TikTok with you. So I'm just oh, all right, that works through, through the through the looking glass. Yeah, that works. My algorithm <laughs> is awful lately on that. That, that might be that might be one of our like not. Not for public conversations. Right, though. right. But yeah. My, yeah. I just, uh, you look at the wrong thing a couple times, it can change your world on that. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. been awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are recording this on a Wednesday on New Comic Book Day. Uh, I went into my local store today. Um, Brock, have you made a trip today or not yet? I, I have. <laughs> I've been to my local store as in where I live and my local store in uh, the county where I work. So I've hit two stores today. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. And I I also dropped off my poll list for September at my store today. Um, we'll get into that in a moment. But if, if you recall off the top of your head, do you remember what you picked up today? Yeah, just a couple things. First store, I uh, I was looking for the, uh, uh, the issue of the Joker with the punchline specific variant cover. And my first comic store I hit did not have it. Um, they seem to get a lot of the cover A and B, but if there's a cover C, if there's like a third option, they never seem to pick up that third option, 
which um, seems to be the, uh, the the punchline solo cover, seems to be that third option that this store never gets. So they didn't have it. Um, I knew I had another store to get to at the end of my commute. And then failing that, I could, you know, I then could always, you know, hunt other stores or go online to pick it up. But uh, the long trek home, uh, traffic was horrible due to some weather events. And then they had the cover, I don't know if it's cover B or C technically, but they had the punchline specific cover. I got that, was very happy. And uh, silver coin number four were my two pickups so far this week. And I'll, I'll probably go back for more at some point. See, uh, my store did not have that punchline cover. I actually, somehow I missed it. I think because the way DC's solicitations have been. Mm. Um, but a different store that I follow on Facebook posted it. And I thought, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. It looks so nice. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I, I'm still waiting for uh, another quarter or another quarter, another cover to ship from eBay that I did like three weeks ago. I think the store is on a vacation right now. And I should have ah, looked uh, into that first. Um, I did a little more damage than you did today. <laughs> uh, so I picked up Aliens Aftermath, which is a one-shot from Marvel. Um, I have no recollection of getting it, but I'm glad I got Dynamite Lives, uh, hmm. cover B, with uh, a new J. Michael Listener cover. Oh, nice. I have three copies of Invincible Red Sonya 3. <laughs> I uh, got the Amanda Connor cover, the listener cover, and the Frank Cho outrage cover. Oh, I, I, I do collect show covers, so I need to look for that. Thanks for the. Oh, they've been. The yep. Uh, every issue of Invincible Red Sonya has had one so far. It's black and white, and he's purposely trying to get people going, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he does that. And I don't, how, I don't know how I've missed that, but now that gives me something to hunt for. So that's. Yeah. That makes me happy. Great. Uh, it's very special order. I got spare parts from Behemoth. Hmm. Uh, it's a horror movie coming out, which is actually already out. It was direct to DVD, so I already bought the horror movie. But if you remember um, Planet Terror from yes. Grindhouse, yes, okay. Yes. So the idea is all the all the girls in this have like an appendage that they are lost in whatever this battle is. Okay. But they have some sort of weapon attached to it. Okay, so the Rose McGowan machine gun leg taken yep. to the next. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, yep. this one on the cover has an axe, um, but they did the cover to look like the Planet Terror poster. Okay, sure. Yeah. So yeah. I said, all right, I'm going to get that. Uh, I grabbed Space Pirate Captain Harlock from Ablaze because uh, I discovered that anime finally, like, you know, 40, 30 years later, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I got The Sumerian, The Man Eaters of Zambula, number one from Ablaze, which is uh, Conan retellings. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. That's so the those... great thing about, about your TikTok when you do the reveal of the uh, of, of the haul because it get, you know it gets to show me covers I, I can now look for on my own that I wouldn't you know wouldn't know because I don't I don't really uh, do the pre solicitations a great deal so that's uh, it's great to see those when you post them. All right. So I mean I'm trying to think which one I want to go for first. All right. So you mentioned you went to two stores today and you walked yep. in and you know, found what you were really looking for today. Yeah. And now is that most Wednesdays for you? You walk into these two stores, maybe a couple others, but anything that you're looking for is pretty much there waiting for you. Pretty much in our area. We got, we have many stores and it seems like over ordering is almost the order of the day. In a lot of cases, um, variant covers, of course, get, especially the dealer incentive ones get not short ordered, but they're in short supply. And, you know, those would be their, 
high ticket items they seem to focus focus on more than the uh, cover A, cover B, etc. for the racks. And um, the cover A, cover B down here seems to be like at least maybe probably not 50-50. They definitely order more of the cover A, the cheaper 399, you know, standard cover price versus the 499 car stock variants. But um, I think it's probably closer to maybe a 70-30 or a 60-40 kind of split because I've never there's never been a car stock variant really that I had to hunt for. It was almost always on the rack. I remember when the uh, the Harley uh, Ivy Pride one came out. You had mentioned in your area, you know, you, you're very fortunate to have found it. And then down here was just on the shelf as much as the standard, the Jim Lee covers. So I'm lucky in that regard that I have a lot of stores that order a lot. So, um, but honestly, if it's a Wednesday and I get there, I'm, I feel pretty fortunate because my one close to home closes at seven, which I hate. Oh, geez. And yeah. the one near work, if I, I, I can't really get home in a timely manner, if I go to the one uh, near my job. So uh, there's day, there's, there's times I don't really don't get to hit the store till maybe Friday, Saturday, the same token, usually the stuff I want is there though. So it, it, it's, it's, it's nice not having to have to have that uh, adrenaline rush style hunt every Wednesday, especially because right now I'm not, I'm not subscribing. That's probably also the opposite of, you know, of your style with your one dedicated um, local comic book shop. I just sort of, uh, I go in blind. I might look at the solicitations on a website while I'm in the store. If there's something I think should be out, but isn't. And I just sort of, uh, it's sort of the wild thing, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston style <laughs> of uh, entrance. I walk in all chaotic. And then uh, if something I want is there, great. If not, you know, it's uh, becomes a thrill of the hunt. Now, have you done pull lists before and it just doesn't yeah. make sense for you right now? Yeah, right now I've always been, you know, I'd always been a subscriber, you know, as you know, going on 30 years of fandom. Um, a couple years back, I went mostly digital, honestly, and I uh, had, you know, a 30 plus long box collection, which I first piecemailed out the really high end stuff to collectors and sold a lot of individual issues and sold the bulk of the remaining 25 or so long boxes just to, I was, you know, moving out of a family-owned property needed, you know, to get some money together for an eventual down payment of a house. So the majority of my lifelong paper comic collection had been has been sold. And then when I we finally successfully bought a new house, you know, had one built, moved in, etc. I'd said, you know, I kind of miss my having a long box or two. I kind of miss having, you know, the, the tactile paper old school comic book feel. I'm going to start collecting those again in, in limited supply. Still, there's still a lot of things. I read uh, digital and don't plan to buy the paper for, but I'm kind of a born again, uh, reinvigorated, traditional off the rack paper comic book collector, which is, I'm happy to be, but um, uh, yeah. So in, back to the original question, a pull list, I like sort of the chaos of being able to go to place to place and hunt things. So I'm not, uh, I'm not doing a pull list now. Although I like to support a store, usually they'll give you a nice discount and all that. But for me right now, that kind of commitment is in at odds with me wanting to just to, uh, you know, get the rush of getting out of the house and getting some new, uh, new paper to hoard. <laughs> now, um, you don't have to give people like, you know, directions to your home or anything, <laughs> but just, just so listeners know about what we're talking about. Can you tell them like the general area where you live and where you're, yeah, I'm, in, I'm in Northern Virginia. I'm about, my house is actually now a good 50 miles from DC where I grew up, my, my area where I work is more like 20 miles from D.C. So I, I work in kind of northern Virginia proper, and I live in sort of the very most southernmost part of what could possibly be considered northern Virginia, and some don't. It's sort of a, 
it's sort of a, you know, it's sort of a thing of uh, contention about whether or not my current place is in Northern Virginia or not. But it's all, it's all the same area. We're, we're within, you know, we're nation's capital, the DMV, Maryland, Virginia, uh, and DC. And um, that's why, you know, another reason I have so many thriving comic shops around here. I don't have to um, commit to anyone, which is, you know, I miss the old comic shop subscription feel, but I also like to get out there and hit a bunch. So that's good too. Well, and I mean, I can, I can have Declan run in here and tell you exactly where you live because it's <laughs> kind of, uh, it was a joke on Steven universe. Oh, really? Uh, uh, that they were tr- going to Del Marva. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Del and Marva. he says, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> But he said, uh, is Delmarva a real thing? I said, nah, I don't think so, but I'm not sure. And I should know better with my dad being in Maryland and I've visited him enough times. Mm-hmm. I should have known. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, that whole peninsula where we um, would go to the beach, is the, the, they still, Delmarva is still used for that. The um, You got the Delaware beaches, the Maryland beaches at the end of the peninsula. You're, you're in the water and you're on the way to Virginia. So, uh, yeah, Delmarva is still a thing. <laughs> Yeah. And I've only, because I've gone down there to see my dad, but I've only really shopped at one comic store in that area, and that was uh, Bethesda used to have, maybe they still have, it's been a while, Big Planet Comics was the one yeah. I went to. Yeah, I don't know if they're still in Maryland. There was still a DC store. There was a uh, uh, Vienna, Virginia, Oakton, Tyson's Corner area store, which... I went to back when things were starting to first open up from the pandemic and they were still doing a phone order only no one in the store type situation. So I didn't get to go in, but they still have at least two locations as of uh, about six months ago. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, my, my memories there is 25 years ago, give or take. So (laughs) I'm sure it's changed a little bit from then, but it's, it's funny how you're mentioning driving around for it when i was growing up there was a comic store in my hometown that was within walking distance pretty mm-hmm. much and mm-hmm. and, I, and we've talked about the store before in our own little chats yeah but i could leave my house walk down there get my comics put have them put in bag and walk home and it wasn't an issue mm-hmm. i not that i would want to as an adult <laughs> unless <laughs> it was really close and i just wanted to have a little walk for the day yeah well i don't have any in my town and the one I go to is about 20, 25 minutes away. Just depends on which route I take and about five minutes away from work. So on mm-hmm. Wednesdays, everyone knows that's my plan. I leave work. I stop there on the way and then I head home. Nice. But they close at six. Oh, yeah. So when I've had weeks where I'm shorted or an order got messed up or I decided later on I wanted something and, you know, it was too late to order it. To go to another one, the closest way would be me going to Syracuse, pretty much. Wow. I'd have to drive okay. a half hour in the opposite direction. Right, yeah. So it'd be, if if I knew from where I was at work that I didn't get my book and I would have to go out, it would be 45 minutes to an hour, depending on which way I take. And there's some in other spots, but it would just be 45 to an hour in a different direction. God, so I wow. really have to justify... <laughs> how bad do I want this? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit far to go for a random possible. Could it be there? Could it not be? Do you have success when you call them and say, Hey, if you have this, can you hold it? I'll be there in an hour. Or 
will they not will they not hold things since you're not a regular? Or how's have you ever tried that? So I I have and it depends. Mm-hmm. Um, I had yeah, like years ago. Declan wasn't born yet. At least I were dating. Um, but I knew I was going to be in Syracuse to meet up with her. Um, but, you know, we we had something that we had to do in Syracuse area. So I contacted the store there. I said, hey. My store, not the store I go to now, uh, I wasn't here yet, but in my hometown there, said, hey, my hometown store shorted me. Here's what I was looking for. Do you guys have these things? Mm-hmm. By the way, like two months ago, I was in your store and you had this. Is there any chance it's still there? They wrote me back, hey, we still have copies of all of this, and it looks like that other one is still there. Don't worry about it. When oh, I wow. got there, I mentioned it, and, they, and they're like, oh, we don't have anything for you. So... I don't know if the confusion was, do you have it? <laughs> yes. Right, right. And again, this was so before Declan was born. So this was like nine years ago at this point, maybe uh, 10. And I was like, all right. But then they said, let's go look. Have you mm-hmm. been in the store before? I'm like, I've been here. I don't know where everything is. I do. Let's go. And they just printed off my list and walked with me and picked up everything. I was oh, like, all right. Okay. And I think they cut me a little bit of a deal, too. Hmm. The most recent one, I wanted uh, the Miracle Molly cardstock cover. Right. And there's one other cover at the same time, and I can't remember right now which one it was, but I really wanted both, and my store just didn't get it. You know, I miscommunication, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had to go to the Apple store in Syracuse anyways. I was like, all right, I have to go there for that trip for this reason, so adding on the comic stops makes sense. Mm-hmm. I contacted one store and they said, uh, we don't have it, um, but we don't do holds anyways. Uh, Fine. When I got there, they did have one of them. Hmm. And I, Oh, I know it was. Um, so the Miracle Molly one, I found at the mall. The store that said okay. they didn't have yeah. it did, but they also buy stuff all the time. So they could have not had it when I messaged and someone walked in with it and they bought it off the person. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Then I needed Invincible Red Sonya number one, cover A. I got the alternates, but I didn't get the original one. Hmm. So then I contacted another store that's also in the mall, and they said, we don't have it in the mall, but we might have it at our main branch. Call the main branch. Okay, cool. Call the main branch. He says, I have it, but the way our store works, we only hold for people that have pull list. So I can't do it. He said, I have 10 copies, and it's dead. Hmm. I was like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> so I went there, found a bunch of other cool stuff. You know, not a problem. But I, I have felt like, and I think it probably depends on the store. So I'll, I'll make my point and then come around to you for it. I am on like the, the quote cool guy list now for my store. Oh, good. They're willing to help me with things. Because I cool. go in there every week. I'm mm-hmm. always nice. I'm always friendly. I want to do more for it. You know, if I can spend more, I will. I love talking to them. It's it's. An, I look forward to it every week. And I'm a customer they look forward to coming in every week as well. So they will do extra for me. The Harley and Ivy Pride cover yep. was already marked up. Mm. But I got it for cover. Because they uh, knew I wanted it. And I'm wow. a regular customer. Uh. Uh, Daredevil 25. When Electra right, yeah. got in there, they're like, we got one left. It's not in your pull list, but if you want it, I'll put it aside for you. And I still got for covered later that day. Nice. They're totally cool about it. 
But my question is for you going into these stores, even though you frequent them, you're there weekly. Do they know who you are or do they still see you as like person off the street that just saw, you know, the bleeding cool article and you want the hot book yeah. for the week or whatever it Pro- might be. Prob- probably that probably just a casual or a part-timer or, or something like that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't have any, any ends in that regard of having <laughs> anything, anything being held aside or whatever. So that's, that's not happening on my end. So that, that is definitely a benefit of, you know, having the, the relationship and all that. Um, that being said, the one place that's close to my house, I really hope one day you'll go to road trip down here. Maybe you, Will, and I check things out. It's the size. Of, I don't know if you have this chain of stores in your area. Of, it's, it's called a Tuesday morning. It's roughly the size of a uh, mid-sized clothing store, like a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls. I know you know what Kohl's is. Yep. Not that big, but you know, maybe half a, maybe a quarter of the size of a Kohl's. A really big, you know, n- d- department store, probably almost grocery store size. Okay. And that's what the local comic store took over. So it is just filled to the rim with everything and anything and a lot of junk, obviously, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I come in there and I'm definitely just someone else who's, you know, wants to check out this weird department store size comic store. There's always four or five staff. I don't know how they afford that, honestly. But um, I think they recognize me as someone who comes in, but not what I'm going to buy, what I'm interested in, you know, in the uh, back issue racks, things like that. I'm just probably a semi-familiar face, but not a customer of note in terms of uh, here's that guy that buys this, if, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I had to build that up, but I do have it now. And they don't mm-hmm. know everything, but they do know certain things. I've come in and they've said, hey, listen, did you want this? Because it wasn't on your list, but this is absolutely something you would usually get. Mm, you nice. know, or even uh, like last week, when last week or two weeks ago when previews first came out, flat out said, I know you're going to order this book. I've already ordered one for myself. <laughs> I said, I don't even know what you're talking about yet. You will. That you will. Good, I was like, good. all right, that's cool. Yeah. But a, a, a store the size of the one you're talking about there that took over that Tuesday morning spot. Mm-hmm. Another thing is, are how is it priced, though, too? Because like, um, there's, there's stuff I look for that I'm not paying more than a dollar for. I want it, yeah. but no one else does. <laughs> they, they do. I think they buy a lot of private collections. A lot of private collections probably do end up in the dollar bin. So they have a really big dollar bin section, which is cool to, uh, to dig through sometimes. Um, sometimes. The <laughs> act, yeah, the actual... You know, you know, cherry picked good back issues are on the are on the pricey side. Um, you know, the old the old toys they have, you know, are on the pricey side for the most part. But it's really it's almost walking into a one. I've been the comic. I've been the local. You know, comic cons smaller than this. You know, the hotel cons or the firehouse cons, things like that. I've been in places where I paid to get in to let me look at things people want to sell me that are you know, smaller and less selection than this place. So just from the browsing kind of, uh, you know, window shopping type experience every time, it's just, it's really cool to walk in there. I hope they're able to maintain the space and are successful. It's just, it's just so big. It's, um, you know, there, there's spaces dedicated to things which you would think no one in 2021 could dedicate space to like old image McFarlane toys, you know, the wet work, <laughs> the wet works line, the young blood toys. There's, you know, wall space dedicated to those because they have so many mint and package, which again, I think they must have bought out maybe the remains of old comic stores from the 90s. I don't know where these things come from, 
But if you want a Minton package, you know, Mulder and Scully from the 1998 X-Files movie, they have many on the racks. So um, head on down to uh, head on down to my house and we'll go. <laughs> See, now that's tempting. I Last year I rewatched the Wildcats cartoon and did an mm-hmm. article. And I realized at some point, um, at least talking me into doing a purge, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff I'm rebuying now, I haven't told her, but <laughs> there, there's a lot of stuff I miss and I'm, I keep looking for it. I'm like, oh, that's right. I got rid of it. Yeah. But I kind of want the Wildcats toys again. Yeah, they got them. I'll, uh, I'll send you some photos of what's there and you can let me know what's what I am really after. More than 10 <laughs> bucks on one of them, though. That, that's probably that's probably about what they're going for. Like old GI Joes, okay. old Star Wars, those are you know can fetch a big price. Yeah. The old McFarlane stuff they have on the rack, um, you know, probably ten, eleven bucks. Um, I've been writing a kind of a little biographical piece about how my uh, friend and I in high school we would we toy hunted the Toy Biz X Men ninety two or ninety three figure for like every day for what felt like years. It was probably maybe a period of six months <laughs> checking the stores for that every day, and they actually had the Toy Biz Iceman there you know, on their racks for, you know, for 11 bucks each or whatever. So I, I picked one up, picked up uh, one for his 45th birthday coming up nice. just for, uh, as a nod to those, those old, the old early nineties toy hunt days. But uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing to go through. If I could do a really comprehensive video view of walking in without them thinking, you know, I was, you know, someone who shouldn't be doing that, um, you know, I, I would do so, but it's just sort of a, it's like a con convention, like experience as you know, as a regular everyday store you can go into. Listen, I'm the one that gets kicked out of stores for recording things. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard yeah. that's your thing. Yeah. 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 That was my time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, I think that was re- recorded on maybe a, a house show and there was a mall and uh, it's, it's definitely part of the uh, decent Hellions lore because I, as soon as I was saying recording something in a, a story made me think of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So when you go into, like, what are you looking for now? Are you just doing, is there a couple of current day series that you go for every week? Is it a cover that grabs you? Is it an artist, a writer? Is it, um, uh, it, it a back the issue art- run you're trying to do? It can be the artist, writer thing in terms of back issue run. Um, so anyone who hits the dollar bin to the local comic store and sees old issues of the Guy Gardner or Guy Gardner Warrior comic <laughs> should only be in the dollar bin, honestly. But when I sold my long box mountain, there was a couple of things I accidentally let go of. One of them was my guy Gardner run. So, you know, I kept my first appearance, you know, from, you know, the 1963, maybe green lantern, whatever it is. I've got my high end guy Gardner stuff. If there's such a thing, but the actual issues one through 48 or whatever of his solo series, a lot of that got inadvertently uh, sold along with my long boxes. So when I see one on a rack, or I mean, in a dollar bin or dollar uh, box, I'll pick one up and slowly rebuilding that. So um, that's one thing I, I look for when I have time to do the dollar bin dig for the most part. Um, current stuff, I uh, in, in just in recent years, I was um, I was working in a comic shop just part time. I was you know in college still at age 28 or whatever I was when the first issue of Walking Dead came out, and I was able to buy that whole series from day one, issue one, you know, oh, first print the whole way through. And then when we hit around issue, you know, 88 or whatever, I sold them as a lot on eBay for just, oh. just a ton of money. And now they have that. Uh, but I miss it. And I also trade way to the series. So I also have, you know, all the black and white trades. I miss the single issues, though, the whole uh, the whole single issue vibe of those. And now they're putting them out in color. So I am buying the new I think it's biweekly at this point or semi-monthly. Yep. 
uh, Walking Dead Deluxe, it's called, which is the, you know, the series being reproduced in color from issue one. I think we're about on issue 18 now. So I, that's one of my uh, monthly, some of my monthly, my monthly buys since it comes out twice. Um, the regular Batman series, um, a couple indie books, Silver Coin that Will uh, had mentioned that I, I gave that a try and liked it. Um, a new comic called Vinyl from Image, which uh, only one issue has been out, but it was kind of mind-blowingly interesting and good. So I'm going to hunt down the stuff that guy has done before as well. Um, the uh, the Joker uh, slash Punchline series, and I hate the Joker, but I've kind of I kind of like Punchline. I kind of um, have a Punchline story if we have a second about that, which will make people jealous about how I got the first print of Batman '89 by by chance. Um, but yeah, those are the monthly big ones. The Batman, the uh, uh, the Walking Dead Deluxe, I'm forgetting something. Oh, the, the, the Turtles, the last Ronin series. Ronin, Ronin, however the mm-hmm. correct pronunciation is. And I am buying that. Um, trying to think of other regulars. Oh, the new Suicide Squad series. I just gave that a go just because I was interested in um, with the movie coming out and all that. I've never read anything with, uh, with Peacemaker in it. And they threw him in there, of course, for movie synergies so i'm um, uh i've always been a a suicide squad fan i got sick of all the harley versions although i do like harley um however the new uh oh harley's another one i do buy harley monthly um but i figured i'd give this new harley list suicide squad run a try and uh interesting so far I've, I've, I've about five issues deep and i'm still still buying it so i mean you also well that's a lot of series you're also not bringing in a ton into the house you're not blowing through money you're not getting in trouble like i worry constantly i'm gonna be <laughs> no for that i've got the gi joe classified which i i've oh, okay yeah. now that i i've kind of fell down that toy collecting rabbit hole i've got about um and i just started about two months back but and i've been lucky to find them all and only pay retail but i've got enough to build a small room out of those boxes at this point <laughs> so those are really stacking up but that, that that will get me in trouble before the comics definitely yeah i mean especially as they keep doing them they are pretty yeah I, yeah i've been debating them too but <laughs> yeah and I, I was staying away but you know we've, we've got those mutual online friends who post such great pictures i was just like oh and when i finally found one on the racks i'm like okay maybe just the one and then it just became a thing and i just you know it's pokemon-esque you gotta gotta catch them all I and I will say, you know, I've I've meant to mention it on previous episodes with certain people, but I will add that you are a fellow Pokemon Go player. I do, yeah. I've been uh, playing that pretty much from the beginning, and um, I uh, I'll, I'll defend that to the death. It's good for your fitness. It's good fun, good clean fun compared to most things most people get into online. So uh, yeah, go go catch some damn Pokemon, people. Oh, it is like when there's a community day here. This house is like preparing for battle. <laughs> okay, is everything charged? What's our plans for the day? How many do you have? Okay, when do you have to go to work? I have to go to work this time. All right, so if you only have two, but I have four, we can trade it later on. So you have all three to do all the evolutions. How much nice. candy does he have? Oh, yeah. It's always a yep. good time. Yeah. All right, so what's the punchline story? Okay, so this is um, a <laughs> pretty much peak COVID, pretty much. No one's really going many places. I think is when Batman... That, that Batman 89 came out and it was this, you know, it was impossible to get, you know, even the second, the first, second print was really hard to get. Anyway, no one that I know or we know was, was getting the, the, the punchline 89 first print. So it was kind of a pipe dream. I, I kind of forgot about it. Um, then come, I guess maybe April of last year, I'm trying to remember 
you know, still kind of peak COVID, but people were getting out a little bit. Some things were reopening. Um, Kirkman did that Here's Negan special that was going to be print only in comic stores. Um, I'm a, a baseball bat collector, a big um, Negan stan, honestly, and I just I had to get that book. So that brought me out to the comic store. You know, I got the Here's Negan for me, and there was a comic on the rack. You know, I like Batman. I'm in the comic store for, you know, felt like years, and I wanted some you know, some more paper pandemic era paper to buy and get the feeling reading a comic book. I think it was Batman. He was 92 and had Harley on the cover with, with a baseball bat. I collect Harley baseball bat stuff. Anyway, I buy that as well. You know, and that was a good read. I kind of liked the punchline thing. I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to start buying Batman monthly at some point when things reopen up. And I did. Um, so I was doing that. Um, the day I moved, uh, we closed on our house in late January, but due to some weather stuff, we couldn't actually move until Valentine's day. And even that was pretty much in an ice storm and uh, driving home from my new home to my old place for another load of things in the U-Haul nature called just as I was passing a second in Charles. Um, So anyway, I parked the big U-Haul. It's an empty parking lot anyway, during an ice storm, they're open. I run in there uh, to use the facilities and I see people carrying boxes of comics from the front to the back where they have, they used to have new comics, but they stopped and all their tons of long boxes where they have mostly dollar book stuff of private collections they buy. You know, so I see these couple guys walking boxes back and forth. I say, oh, what's this? Oh, we're not doing new comics anymore. And these are subscribers who never picked up their stuff. Oh, OK. So go in there, uh, hit the hit the facilities. After that, I go back there to see these comics they're dumping out just on top of all their long boxes full of probably, you know, mostly 90s image and valiant junk. And among them, some subscriber never picked up their first print of Batman 89, first appearance of Punchline. So not waiting for them to put it in a bag for a dollar, I just got it for cover price and uh, <laughs> got out of there and uh, eventually sent it off to be CGC'd, which I'm still waiting for it to come back. But uh, yeah, so then um, from there, I'm like, OK, well, now I want to have the whole um, the whole run since James uh, Tinian took over the main writing duties from um, uh guy whose name is is escaping me at the moment but um so yeah i've got the the first appearance of punchline first print and all the james tinian issues i might be saying that wrong first print um is my current kind of was my back issue hunt passion and now again one of the monthly books that i buy that is a hell of a find yeah yeah just the circumstances of it i mean i i really i mean i hadn't been that second and Charles since the pandemic, but going in there while they were doing that on that particular day, um, just the stars were aligned. So I was a pretty, pretty happy guy. And since then I've decided, okay, I can, you know, punchlines do enough where I can, you know, do an every punchline appearance type collection for now. So if it's a punchline variant cover, I scoop it up, um, et cetera. So that's, that's been my, uh, my thing. I haven't even read most of these yet. I've kind of been, you know, stockpiling them to read. I'm still on the former, issues run before Tinian took over like the city of Bane arc. And I don't know why I can't remember that writer's name. He's a local good guy who I've always uh, Tom King. Yeah. Tom King. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, after Tom King left and Tinian took over, I started to make that my, uh, uh, get his entire run first print, all the punchline stuff, uh, project. I like punchline would be a good one. I don't have a female character that I really want to collect everything for. I have ones I like. I love Gwenum stuff, but not Spider Gwen, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is a very yeah. fine but it's there for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I was really digging Gwenpool, and yeah. then she 
like overexposed and now they seem like they're letting her go for a little while they really pull back on yeah definitely yeah so maybe i'll maybe i'll revisit that but there was stuff like um i love speedball stuff that's my male character i collect and he's a steve ditko one so people mm-hmm. are saying uh there's enchantress uh but it's enchantress i think of suicide squad Hmm. was a dick co-creation as well if i'm remembering correctly and i was like yeah but she doesn't really do it for me <laughs> <laughs> like i need one i mean with all these dynamite ones you think that's what i'm collecting but no <laughs> huh yeah there's the uh, well it's an indie and it's probably going to be the eight issues then probably become a prime show but there is the marjorie finnegan garth yep. book i know you're getting that um again that first issue had a great friend the, the the frank cho cover there's this there's no no business like Cho business. I love a Frank Cho variant cover, so I really get on those really get on those red Sonyas that you mentioned. Um, I just picked up his uh, Fight Girls from AWA. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I I missed his regular main cover. I got stuck with the Mike Diodato cover, so I'm still oh. looking for the Cho regular cover and not the cover B. Which, you know, no offense to Mike Diodato, it's not a Frank Cho cover. Right, but see, I <laughs> the guy in my shop, I got the Cho cover because he wanted the Diodato cover. Really? Okay. All right. You know, whatever. Uh, around here, the Diodato is the only one on the rack, so I'm going to have to probably mail order the Cho cover and hopefully, you know, still get it for cover price. Yeah, that's the pain in the butt for it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my my find, along with your punchline one, mm-hmm. a few years ago, and, well, everyone knows why, in my hometown, my current town here of Rome, the downtown parking garage they used to just take all the cars out and have it be like a multi-floor community yard sale thing okay yeah out of the year so you just kind of like walk around the spiral of where the cars would usually go all the way up and you know you check out all the booths along the way i'd gone all the way up found everything i was looking for was walking down now them walking down i'm seeing things from a different angle you know, like my left and right is switched now. Oh, so yeah, yeah. You get different vantage point. Yeah. yeah. And near the bottom, I thought, oh, there's there's like 10 comics over at this one. I'll go look. So sure enough, the woman had like a couple comics that she pulled out to lay out there to display. And the rest were all in a box, like mm-hmm. underneath the table that she was also trying to sell. Like, all right. So I go through and I'm digging through the box. I'm not even paying attention to the table yet. I go through the box. I find like two or three things there. I thought, all right, I'll, I'll, you know, give her money. I'll, I'll, I've bothered this woman enough here. For this <laughs> a pity, pity purchase. Yeah, I found like a couple. I'm okay with here. Um, after I, and, and just to justify the time I spent digging through the box too. And then I thought, oh geez, I haven't really looked at the ones out on this table too. Let me flip through those as well. New Mutants ninety eight. Wow. Okay. Great. For a dollar. Wow. That 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 was like those early '90s dream. We're like, let's go to the the newsstand, and go through all those junky back issues, and let's find New Mutants number eighty-seven, etc. Yep. You actually did it though with ninety-eight, which is probably a bigger book these days. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I was yeah. shocked. I, yeah. I my eyes got wide. My like, <laughs> well, I said, no, no, we are seeing nothing right now. Wow. Nothing. Right. This is not my fault. She doesn't know what she has and just wants to get rid of these. <laughs> not on me here. Well, if her kid or whoever was was nicer to her, she probably would have held on to him for true, true. him or her. So it, it all things always end up where they're supposed to be. So between the purge that you did a while ago, yeah, and now 
buying more how do you have them set up uh do you not have enough and you can make room on shelves to get some short boxes long boxes um, i did uh, I, I did buy a couple short boxes for the new stuff i do have maybe a long box plus of the old stuff that i i i hung on to from my my you know selling off the bulk of the collection and basically i did that a couple you know key issues i didn't want to get rid of for whatever reason and a couple um uh, character specific things. Like I said, I accidentally sold my guy Garners, but I hung on to all of my my Hawkeye, my uh, uh, Wildcat from DC. You know, he's not a you know mainstream popular character, but it's sort of like my own like my own personal favorites. Years ago, I kind of cut down on my action figure collection by saying, okay, I'm gonna narrow it down, you know, to a couple specific you know guys that are you know I'm gonna collect. If I see them, I'm gonna you know get them and you know sell the there was a time I was buying every Marvel legend, you know, which it got extreme. So I eventually I sold those off on eBay as well. But, you know, I had like a core selection of characters I was really into. Uh, Casey and Raph from the turtles, guy Garner, uh, wildcat, um, Hawkeye, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, uh, just, um, a-holes really. I like, <laughs> you know, total, total jerks. We'll keep it clean for the, the TNR network and I'll, I'll curse a blue streak when we're talking later, but just, uh, you know, just sort of the, the, that kind of character, you know, is just always, you know, been, uh, I've had an affinity for. So um, I have those issues. The new ones I'm buying, um, I, I'm thinking about doing like a wall display of all these great variants I've been buying over the past couple of years. Uh, maybe not a CGC level plastic slab, but I'm also the stuff I am going to have CGC. I do want to have those hanging on a wall at some point. Um uh, with the new house, I have a lot more space than I ever had before, so it's sort of been a project of filling walls with uh, uh, toys, and um, soon I hope comic books. So I, the display is the uh, uh, short answer to my long-winded um, explanation. I, I want the good stuff on a wall where I can look at it and appreciate it. So are they bagged and boarded? Are you not worried about them? Are you viewing um, them as the, reader copies? In- the new stuff, when I buy a variant cover just for the variant cover nature, I bag and board it right away. The other stuff stays unbagged and boarded till after I've read it, and then it gets bagged and boarded. Um, like the uh, like Batman, I am you know five or six months back, so I'll bag and board those after I read them, except for the ones I bought as variants just because I like the variant. The Molly Miracle cover you had mentioned, I did that. I bought the newsstand to read and the variant to bag and board. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely a bag and border, but I'm a pre-reading unbagged and bagged, unbagged and boarded hoarder. So I'll let those stack up a bit, um, before I, uh, I get them nice and sealed up. So there's, uh, they're in stacks, you know, on a shelf or, uh, on the, on the guest room bed or somewhere, somewhere out of the way, you know, I keep them out of sight. So not every reminder, not every room of the house has a reminder that it was a big nerd living here. <laughs> See, my, I, every room in my house is a reminder there's big nerd leaf in here yeah it's it's hard not to do that because you want to see your stuff and enjoy it and just you know and then i, I think it, in the long run you know it's not that fair to our, our our wives and you know partners and just you know the people who you're with or then you know no one's going to appreciate everything you do to the same level so you know sometimes you gotta let a room you know not scream uh uh, you know, previews catalog, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Previews catalog specifically is one of the ones that she's like, can these not be out? Right. <laughs> like you're leaving phone books laying around everywhere. So, okay, yeah. fair. 
Um, but yeah. we, I had so many that they were just in, well, they're all short boxes now because I'm too old to carry long boxes around all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I switched over, but I've bought them for so long that most of them were not bagged and boarded. So that's ah. a thing that like, you know, when there's extra money, it's, or, or even just, she'll get me some for like birthday, Christmas, stuff like that. Like just here's a few pack of a hundred. I'll go until it runs out. But my goal is to eventually have them all bagged and boarded. Nice. Yeah. Those comic racks that I bought um, and did a post for and, and shared with you guys too. Um, oh, those are cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right now, that's my, this is what I have to read. Okay. Oh, smart. That's awesome too. That, that's, that'd be, that's a fun visual to, uh, yep. to have. Yeah. So, cool. So I set it up there and then I remember these are ones I got to read. These are ones I got to catalog still. And then I know where they are, and then I can keep everything else together and nice and neat on their own. Yeah. And so far, it's working. And it's also, I mean, in, in the house process, which you know more of than I've told publicly, but I think people are piecing together things here. Yeah, yeah. Um, as as part of it, uh, we went out and bought a ton of matching bookshelves. Like, oh, screw cool. it. Let's just have it all matched. Yeah. I have taken up three of the four with my graphic novel. <laughs> But I'm putting them in order too. Like one shelf saw Vertigo, one shelf saw Image, all yeah. Marvel, you see whatever. Like I'm trying to, and honestly, with the little logos on the spines, they look nicer that way too than trying to do everything just alphabetical by title. Oh yeah, yeah. Like having the companies together actually looks really nice on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. I I'm allowed to keep in that. Not not that she knows what DC Black Label are, but I so said these are some new <laughs> ones I'm collecting. They're just hard covers. Can I keep them stacked on the main room, you know, entertainment center shelf? beside the Xbox. So I have my DC black label hardcovers in the actual main living room where I don't have to, you know, leave, uh, leave the main area to go and fetch them. <laughs> There's something now, else I'm just, I'm just stacking and hoarding and haven't read yet. Now, does your wife have any interests at all? Is it just your thing? Does she just roll her eyes or does she, is she nice enough to listen to the conversation sometimes? <laughs> Uh, a little bit. I mean, she's gone to a convention or two with me. She bought me that aforementioned first appearance of Guy Garner from 1960, whatever. Just so there was a guy I was talking to and haggling a bit. I didn't, he didn't come around to what I wanted it for it, and she went around, you know, around my back and, and, and bought it for me before we left that day. And this was, you know, hotel, uh, you know, a DC area hotel convention, you know, back in the uh, early uh, 2000s when we met. Um, we actually hit 16 years on Friday, so it's been a, uh, it's been a, you know, quite an adventure being, you know, a married collector of, of stuff. But she she's tolerant and nice, but definitely not her thing. She'll watch an MCU <laughs> movie with me, but um, in terms of uh, you know what's going on in the monthly books, I I would not even want to to share that. Um, you know, there was, she was in a store one day, and uh, I think it was, you know, like a Penny's outlet, and they had a randomly, they'll have things like Marvel Legends, I guess, because of the Disney connection that J.C. Penny has, seemingly. And yep. there was a, there was a Gwenpool, you know, on clearance, uh, the Gwenpool Marvel Legend, you know, for just five bucks or something. This is a couple months back. So, you know, she sends me a picture and, you know, texts, do you want this jailbait Harley Quinn? And I said, yes, oh. yes, yes, I do. So... That's how I got the Gwenpool Marvel Legend. <laughs> oh, I can't even argue with it. <laughs> can't even because that was like the first time I knew what Gwenpool was was uh 
some cosplay pictures came up. I'm like, who the hell are they even cosplaying? <laughs> this fantastic outfit. Yeah. But now I feel bad because, yeah, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, so to- tolerant but not part of the nerddom is, is how I'd uh, describe the, the girl I'm lucky to be married to. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm trying to get her to – my goal is to do family trips to the store. Hmm. That would be my goal. Um, so far, it's not working well. <laughs> <laughs> Declan has zero interest. He loves. Well, but yeah, I mean, you have you have the interest beyond comics, though. There's a Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, involved yeah. in. There's you know, it's, uh, your wife did great on those those uh, the the house show, the Globe podcast. So uh, you know, you've got some you've got some good involvement for your interest there. I think you're pretty pretty lucky. I, I will tell her about series sometimes and, and cross my fingers that it, you know, she, if I leave it out, she might pick it up too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the worst one though was uh, I was reading something is killing the children uh, two uh, weeks ago and Declan uh, walked by me and I was like, Oh geez, he just read every word of that title. Yeah. Oh no. That's, that, that'd be uh, frightening at that age. I think. Yeah. 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 But come here. And I, I found like the most not bloody ridiculous monster picture i could find mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like oh okay it's monster movie thing it's not real yeah. like, oh, but you know then yeah. I can... but i mean i i know when i was a kid and probably when you were a kid there's times where you know you walk through a room and someone's watching a horror movie or or whatever it might be and it's a little yeah. too much yeah yeah definitely yeah that, that's what i'm gonna i think i'm gonna trade weight that the, the killing the children book that and the uh, the lake house I've heard great stuff about, but I'm just uh, I'm gonna wait till it's collected, and then check that out. So I'm uh, a lot of good stuff. When you do the trade weight thing too, it makes me kind of feel bad about not buying the monthly and giving you know spiking the the sales that way for the industry and the local comic book stores. But I also like especially the DC Black label. I like waiting until it's a nice collected edition and I I'll, I'll pre-order that when it's uh, coming out. It's it's a very very fine line. I. I used to say back in the day, I wish when you ordered a WWF pay-per-view for like 30 bucks, 35, 40, mm-hmm. that they sent you a VHS for free. Wow. You know, like that, you that, that, probably would have been, that probably would have been a good business model for them back then, considering how cheap, you know, VHS probably yeah. was, or even now, I bet a DVD has got even cheaper than a VHS. That'd be something to, uh, but again, physical media is really doing that except William Bruce West. But, right. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a great. I wish they, yeah, I wish they did do that. Imagine all those great pay per views we'd have a big stack of VHSs for. Yeah, wow. So, like you send your receipt to them that you yeah. ordered it, your cable bill, and they'll send you back a VHS. Yeah. I almost wish, and I understand why they won't, but I almost wish if you showed a thing of like, hey, I went to my local comic shop and I bought all six single issues of this comic, right? That they send you the graphic novel, or at least you get a deal on it. Like, yeah, okay, you, yeah. you can get for half off or something yeah. because you were one of the ones that supported it it'll huh. never happen but yeah well, they could do a they could do an ongoing digital code and then you get the maybe the digital graphic for half or something they, they could do something yeah. and it, it seems forever since i bought a marvel book you still get the digital free when you buy a marvel or do they do away it's, with that well you do but it's more complicated so like all right my aliens one that i bought today says bonus digital edition details inside Mm-hmm. And it is like a quarter of a page advertisement for how I got to jump through hoops to get this bonus digital edition. Oh, wow. Huh. So it's there, but it's really not easily explained how to go about it. Okay. Okay. So it's kind huh. of a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. The last time I was buying, you had to do it 
through the Marvel app, which you could sync with your Comixology app and have them there to read. Yeah, you know, in, in the same collection or whatever. But that, I, and I don't know why. I just I, I think I, I enjoy the MCU so much. The Marvels, the monthly comics have just become, you know, such a blind spot for me. And I, like I don't read solicitations, so there's a thing. You know, I saw the rack. King in Black, and it looked like a Venom-centric story, and I, I like Venom sometimes, and this is one of those things, you know, where I asked you, is this about Venom? Is, you know, is King in Black about Venom? And you said, yeah. And it's just one of those things where, um, you know, avoiding solicitations for me kind of keeps things fresh, and also when you, to me, as a reader, when you get that far ahead and knowing what's ahead, it can be not, not that I'm totally anti-spoiler, but you're going to know, you're, you might know some story arc stuff based on a solicitation before you actually read the book so it's sort of for me that's one of the reasons about my current kind of a you know chaotic week of buying stuff i don't i miss the previews in terms of the fun and the great stuff in there and the the cool visuals but i don't miss the the planning and preparation that i know you're going to do so if i have a good question i can just ask you about it True. And I mean, yeah, mine was I hit three pages when I wrote up my list for that I handed in today for September. And I thought, wow. oh, my God, I hit three. Pa-. I mean, it's only like one book on a third page. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. But I'm sitting there looking, saying, is there anything I can remove from the previous two pages so I don't do a third? <laughs> I just couldn't do it. And we, I, I actually texted. I said, I have three pages. Wow. And she's like, we're you know where we're at now and where we were a couple years ago when i said do not spend too much money are two different things here so <laughs> are these you know. are they are they all monthly books or are there some tr- trades in there or collections or toys no i don't have a single trade in there <laughs> i don't oh, have wow. a single trade or toy i have two magazines okay um so that's uh, going to be a higher cover price no matter what yeah, but yeah. if I know I can get magazine through Diamond at my local shop, I'd rather they get the money than, you know, me buying the magazine off of a supermarket or, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. Or. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I have five things that I only have on here because I want alternate covers. <laughs> 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 so that doesn't help any. And I, um, one, two, three, six Marvel, six DC, and then the rest are like image or back of the book. Gotcha. Back wow. See, so yeah, there's stuff on here. They flat out told me I will be the only person in this area getting those comics. <laughs> uh, well, well, that's another thing too. Like there's really nothing like esoteric that I think I might want that these places aren't going to, aren't going to have. Like if I was a previews guy and I knew about Marjorie Finnegan, I would, you know, ask my comic store, can you make sure I have this, but all of mine around here, that's something they're just going to get anyway, based on the creative team. So, um, yeah, I can see, especially when you like to do reviews on stuff that isn't, you know, totally household name, that uh, doing previews for that is, is is a big plus. With me, I kind of think of previews as, remember in Lost Boys, when the grandfather said he was very particular about his TV guides, and the kids yep. are like, where's the TV, Grandpa? And they're like, he says, you don't need a TV if you've got the TV guide. I kind of sometimes feel like with previews, I don't want to. I, I, if I wanted to, I can get everything I needed to know from previews and not actually pick up the books. And right now, I, I just love picking up books again. So it's sort of, you know, I don't want to know what's happening in three months. I just want to show up and get it and uh, and, and be happy with the little uh, retail bit of adrenaline I get. No, and you're absolutely right. They're, they're better overall, but there have been times where I'm picking up the issue and then in previews they say, in our, uh, so now we all know what happened. I'm like, I haven't even read that issue yet. <laughs> hey, 
if I read that issue first today and then previews, maybe it wouldn't have been spoiled, but that was the w- way I read my stack. Yeah. <laughs> ruined one, it. One thing that the giant local comic book store does do, if you ask for something they don't have, they'll give you a free issue of previews. So oh, that's if, cool. you ever, if you ever do get to visit, you, we can just, you know, we, you can go up there and ask for something, you know, they don't have, and you have a nice free previews to work with. But uh, yeah, there was one publisher they actually didn't have. And I've been forgetting who it is already. Is someone I know you and Will had mentioned it's a newer, um, I think oh, the think, one that's doing the limited releases. Maybe like, there's, a, there's, a, there's a there's a tank related comic. Does that sound right? Like I don't know why I'm thinking of the word tank. There was it's not it's not I mean it's not um the same time we we're all talking about like Geiger number one and uh, Silver Coin number one. It was something else. There was a new indie publisher. It was a bad idea. I think bad yeah. idea. Yeah, like they didn't have any of the bad idea stuff I heard people talking about, so I asked. And they hadn't heard of it. So they said, oh, well, here, have a free preview so this doesn't happen again. Um, but, uh, yeah, bad I don't idea. Bad idea. <laughs> did, did, did they live up to their name? Was it a bad idea? They're, they are not even in previews. They're doing oh. comics, like sneaker releases. Hey, this oh, is okay. being released for oh, wow. two okay. days. Huh. If you don't get it those two days, that's it. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Yeah, right. so if, if for certain people, if you're able to grab it, it's cool and you can say, I have it. I'm yeah. like, there's not a single book I was excited for. I'm really not worried about this. I'm not messing around with it. Yeah. That's an interesting business model for a... Uh, for a for comic. Fiction, yeah. for, for fiction, for comic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how it works. Will's on it, though. He'll let okay, us know. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be on it. Yeah, I can see exclusive, <laughs> exclusivity uh, when it comes to sneakers and things like that being, you know, a plus. But for, for something, uh, for a story, I think the point is to, you know, get as wide a readership as possible. So I don't really... Uh, I mean, but, but again, it's kind of a gimmick. So sometimes gimmicks can be lead to success. So I wish them the best because it's a comic book and everybody should buy at least one every now and again. It's, that's that is why I do a lot of things I do. I think more people need to discover comics. Yeah, one thing it was it was a random tweet I put that I put out you know many years ago probably, but it was like not a week goes by where there isn't some moment where some morality tale I probably learned from a comic book stops me from doing something really maybe not bad in an ethical sense, but definitely illegal. And it's just one of those things where it's, uh, there's a good message out there in books about heroism, even if they're presented in a juvenile fashion that I think that, you know, it's good to have out there in the world. I, I would absolutely agree with you on that. There's just life lessons, everything, even stuff I teach Declan came from comics. Like we we were having a conversation at home, and at least point out she's like, other than your mom or dad, Stan Lee's probably the most influential person in your life, <laughs> and she's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 sort of the you know Joseph Campbell does the whole you know more critical look at yeah the storytelling you know tradition and all that, but it is just you know sort of modern modern folklore and the uh you know just a different way of telling the same old stories of good versus evil which you know you know is a thing definitely we're in a shades of gray world but you know more than ever you can realize there's tends to be a right side of things and a wrong side of things um when you take the long view so it's it's important to try i think I think there were, those are wise words to end on, Brock. I do, too. It's been a great conversation, but uh, I got here pre-dinner, and I, I really need to go eat something. I, 
<laughs> it was a long commute. I was looking forward to this, but uh, yeah, time to go get some uh, get some food in me, and then um, uh, wait for the podcast release. I really appreciate being on. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being on. Do you want do you want to tell anyone where to find you, or do you want to stay? Um, uh, my, my my Twitter is Brock six two six. I'm currently I'm just doing toy photos and an adventure of a uh, Rogu, aka the child, aka Baby Yoda, traipsing across the multiverse and doing stuff like ending up with Ash from Army of Darkness and shooting Jason in the face with a shotgun and just kind of crazy stuff. It's sort of a creative outlet that sort of justified me buying all these new toys and just uh you know some form of fan fiction creative writing just to get the creative buzz um out a little bit and uh yeah brock 626 is my twitter bat reputation is my instagram you want to see all my crazy baseball bats and uh all the cats that i i do uh do stuff with uh, some bat bats and cats that's my uh bats and cats and friend of the pod as in p-a-w-e-d is my thing. Although I am, I guess I now am a friend of this pod, so I'm happy, ha- happy to have been on it. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for taking time, Brock. It's been All great. Right, I'll talk to you soon. Take care. See ya. See ya.